Guys and girls, we just sold a house which was 1.4, 1.5 six months ago, 2 million 36 at auction. Any Muppet can sell your home, but getting the phenomenal price only a complete salesperson can do. We've brought on one of the best trainers in the country to explain to you what that consists of. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, and special guest Lee Woodward, all to talk about becoming a complete salesperson. And also, we'll put a spin on it for an owner looking to sell how to identify a complete salesperson. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it's always good to have Thanks for joining us, Lee. What an honor. Yes. My pleasure. It's uh, great to be on the show. Beautiful. So let's get into it. Becoming a complete salesperson, what does it mean? How do you identify it? How to become one? How do you well, find one if you're looking for one as a seller? Is it all talk? Uh, Are we all the same? <laughs> no, we're not all the same. That's like saying all school teachers are the same. And we know a great school teacher will have a significant impact on a child's education, while a great agent has a significant impact on an owner's profit. And I think... When we talk about this topic, the complete salesperson, and as you know, I'm the author of the complete salesperson course. I think a defining moment in a salesperson's life when they realize it's not easy. I think a lot of people look at real estate and think, oh, well, everything else failed. I'll sell real estate. They'll take me. And although there's a moment of truth in that, real estate's not hard to get into because lots of people can jump in and there's always a lot of positions available. But at some point, you've got to make a decision about being a professional real estate salesperson. And that's uh, where you take the time to study people's behavior. You take that time to study why in a negotiation you would pause it versus just putting it away too quick. And you guys know right now how quick the marketplace is moving. Properties are selling really fast, too fast. And the question would be how much money's been left on the table in this tax-free cash asset because the salesperson representing them might have been a nice person, but have they studied the art of selling? Do they understand it's a profession and a technique that allows you to extract the best out of a marketplace, no matter if it's up or down? And, you know, one of the most brilliant marketplaces is when you need an agent when nothing is selling. And when nothing is selling, why do these great people still be doing 10, 15 deals a month, be it up or down markets? And it's because of their connection to a marketplace and how they superglue themselves to the property and the owner. And I just want to pick up on what you just said there, too fast. And a lot of people may think, what do you mean too fast? Isn't that great? But it takes a skilled, complete agent to, let's say they've listed a property, especially in an upward market. They've got a price which is phenomenal for that property based on, say, three months ago, six months ago, and the owner's over the moon. But it takes a complete agent to say, well, with the interactions I've had with other buyers, the momentum in the market, even though you're happy with that price, I still believe we may be able to get more. Let's give it more time on the market, get more buyers 
through the property. Let's actually do more marketing because if you've already got an offer that you're super happy with, but spending an extra three, four, five grand on other market material to try and get more buyers through the property is the difference between an agent and a great agent. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting that people look at the volume of purchases to get a result. And that is one way of doing it. But sometimes there's a direct yes. connection to a property where, you know, I've had situations where I'm taking a property to market and it could be a double family opportunity, which means the property has this option of being upstairs for the young family, downstairs for Nana. And that's a different scenario because you've got double funds coming in versus the general market. And knowing that this is the buyer and setting up that scene of it's a window of opportunity, we could get in there. But even before we go in, can I ask you not to do something for me? And that's fall in love with it and come in with a really low offer. You're going to offend the owners. And then suddenly I can't pass the property over because the owner wants to, to go to someone who really appreciates the asset. So this isn't like a normal property on the market where you muck around, start low, It'll be your knockout bid, one chance to put that offer forward, and we may secure it, we may not, but I just didn't even want to take you there if you were going to offend our owner. And setting that scene of how a property's connected on both sides is where mm. the magic can happen. Because, yep. Because that's yeah, like... I'll like, oh, go, Mark. Sorry, bud. Um, how do you, Lee, identify? So, if you're if you're going to be selling uh, your property, or you're going to be buying a property, even, I guess we're working for the seller. So maybe a buyer is shy between a complete salesperson is going to get the highest price out of them, but it's not necessarily that. How do you identify a wonderful salesperson in the marketplace to say? I want them to sell my property. Like, you know, are they the sweetest talker? Are they doing all the deals in the area? Are they, you know, hungry and they don't have many properties to sell, so they're hungrier? How would you choose them? I think sales is about sales and service. And it's interesting, we represent the owner, but the owner's customer is the purchaser. And I think the industry sometimes thinks buyer-seller as if there's a war on, but it's the opposite of that. It's a collaboration. And I know myself that my greatest skill as a sales professional was my buyer management skills. I, I got back to everybody. I was very good at connecting people to property. Even when, you know, there'd be a lot of people there that only want Collaroy and I'd get them to come and look at Brookvale Heights because uh, that could be an opportunity for them. And they'd say, I'd never go to that area, yet I got them there kicking and screaming. And they go, this is the best home we've seen. I didn't think you'd get a sandstone cottage here. We never would have come to an open for inspection here. Thank you for getting us here. And sometimes, yep. you know, the art of connecting people to property is a skill. And you've got to listen, but not too much, because they may end up searching forever versus, look, just go with me on this one. I'm going to take you for an appointment with my central locking in my car and we're going to experience a couple of properties that you may not have looked at. And suddenly someone goes, I never thought I'd buy here and I absolutely love it. And I think the skill of a sales professional is to transfer that feelings. And the benefit of the owner is your skills with the purchasing community were that good. You got them to the property and they weren't just going to turn up to an open. And I think that's why you invest in a great agent. I know some of my best sales is when I got people 
back to the property after they said no to it twice and I'd even had them through it and they'd be still driving around the marketplace and still not found anything. And I'd say, look, you've got to make a good real estate decision because if you take any longer, you're going to be in a marketplace that's gone past you and you'll be paying 50 grand more for something you could have had six months ago. Let me take you back to 140B Fisher Road. Oh, I don't want to go there again. Just come back once more with me. And they go, I can't believe I didn't see it. But sometimes they miss it the first time they're looking because they love it. They just don't know it yet. It's how do you find that agent though? How do you know that's the uh, like when I'm selling my place and I want to yeah. find that person? How do I know that that person's got that magic that you're talking you may about? Only that be with them for 30, 60 minutes in the appraisal. Yeah. Yep. So when they say I've got heaps of buyers, which is a very loose term, <laughs> I'd say to an owner, I'd say to them, tell me about these purchases. Uh, just give me one who you think is going to be a really good connection and tell me their story. A great agent knows everyone's story. This person doing this, they're trying to do that. Uh, they need a, a ground floor. I, I remember showing a gentleman units in DY for six months because he needed a ground floor but separate to ground floor, he needed a, um, a wide enough driveway for his wheelchair to come off the roof. And we searched and we found the units okay, but not all the access was good for his wheelchair. But, you know, you stick with someone because you care and you know his story. Anyway, he ended up buying a property off us, which was wonderful. But he must have referred me 15 times for my efforts of nobody else wanted to care or know I might go down there by yourself and see how you go. It's like, no, no, let's uh, I'll come down there with you. I'll take the tape measure. And I, I think that care factor cuts through enormously where a lot of agents just think that doesn't matter. And, and, and when you focus on people's stories, the money turns up by itself. When you focus on the money, you very rarely get to know people's stories. And it shows the vendor that you care about the buyer where a lot of agents yeah. won't know the story People. and it gets through that loose comment. Lots of buyers, okay, what are their names and stories? Oh, oh, yeah, John Smith wants to buy. Okay. So obviously they're not showing that – if they're not showing that enthusiasm or care for the buyer, what, how are they going to treat me? I would want the buyer who's looking at my property to be treated and cared for and serviced a lot better than his name's John and he's looking to buy. So that's a good way to cut through that loose comment. One of my greatest real estate experiences was a lady, lady by the name of Tracy Chorley from 180 Alambi Road, 180B or 180A, got subdivided. Anyway, didn't know this lady at all. Anyway, I get this phone call to say, oh, look, I wanted to see a couple of your properties on Friday morning and I'll be there at, you know, 9 a.m. I said, okay, I look forward to meeting you. And do you mind if I ask who referred you to me? Oh, look, I've just seen your name around everywhere, so I'll see you then. We went to the first property, and she went, this place is a dump. And I said, Tracy, people search high and low for properties like this. They want to put their own spin on it. Do you want something renovated, or do you want to put your own mark on something? Now, went into the next one. This is way overpriced. And I said, what do you think the property's worth? I actually priced the property, and I think it's fair. And every house we went into, she would rip into it. Anyway, came back to the office. She then went on away. It was just another moment with the general public. And then that afternoon, she rings me at 3.30 and says, righto, get up to my house, bring your documents. I'm going on the market with you. And I've never seen a home. And I said, Tracy, I haven't been to your property. She goes, I know. But I took three agents for a test drive this morning and they were disgraceful. 
When I said the place was a dump, they said, yeah, I know, the owners want too much for it. Uh, when I said, um, it's um, why the owner's selling, they said, oh, I can't say, but they're going their own separate ways. And suddenly you realise who's representing you and they're not good with their words. They haven't studied the objections and they actually think, and the point is, everyone's taking your measure, but when you represent an owner, that you represent their privacy, you protect the asset, but you've got to be fast on your feet if you've studied words, or otherwise, one wrong comment could cost the owner 40000 in seconds. Yes. And the agent isn't a bad person, they're just not trained in the area of words, and words is the most important module of professional selling. Lee, you've spent 30 years in real estate and you've spent 20 years training in real estate and you are regarded as one of the best real estate age, uh, trainers in the country. Um, psychology, uh, words, you are an absolute artist at. You, you, you do the, a thing called the Complete Salesperson uh, course, which I will also want to plug because i think it's wonderful but do you ever get people outside of the industry because i always say to people that come through our office that i train i always say these skills are adaptable in your relationship these skill are uh, these skills are adaptable in your in your friendships these skills are adaptable the rest of your life do you get people coming from other uh, other areas of industry or but not even selling that want to get trained by you and, and and what have you got within that yeah i've had a lot of people who are partners husbands and wives to the agent who said oh you know the course is in hawaii or it's in melbourne or it's in queensland i'll come with you <laughs> yes. and they could be running a security business they could be running some big businesses out there and i've sat through the course and said they loved it more than the agent attending they're like this is amazing yes because business, it doesn't matter what business you are in the world you will be successful to your level of communications yes so we look at novak's you guys are world-class multimedia communicators who happen to be in the area of real estate but you could have been selling anything. Your approach to multimedia communications, this TV show running every morning is what professional marketing is. And business, no matter what business you are in, in the world, there is only lead generation, lead conversion and client fulfillment. So every time I was showing property, I was actually in lead generation and mm. client fulfillment. So any owner, I'll give you a quick story. If, an, if a call came into the office saying, I'm thinking about selling my house, send anyone down, and that was my turn to go, I'd usually lose those ones because I had no relationship and they didn't know who I was. It was like a fashion parade. Did I get it? No. Okay. Yeah. Whereas if I'd had them out as a purchaser and had the opportunity to show them my product knowledge of construction, how I show a home, they'd try and negotiate and I'd get them up $20,000, $30,000, I would never lose those because they got to take you for the test run and they'd be saying, geez, we met five agents today. There is no comparison between that Lee Woodward guy and these others. The others were just not interested in the house at all. Uh, we were inconveniencing them. Whereas when Lee showed the properties, when he walked in and said, before we go around the floor plan, let me show you the 80% area. This is where the owners spend 80% of their time. How does this property feel that's very different to go, okay, have a look around, see what you think. 
and I'm just going to be on my phone. Actually, I'm going to have a low fat Big Mac in the car while you guys have a look. You know, that level of service, and I think servitude, which is that word of service. And I'll tell you another person I, I saw that in, and I was very fortunate to do the first five years with him, was John McGrath. John McGraw was phenomenal at biomanagement, but he genuinely cares about the purchase of finding something that's going to match their needs. But I've been in a board meeting, boardroom meeting with John. There's 20 people there and everyone's having coffee and so forth. Everyone gets up to walk out the room and John starts cleaning up all the coffee cups because someone's got to do it. You know, who are you leaving it for? And I think that care factor is phenomenal and people pick up on your business energy. You either love this or you don't. And I think that's a big tip. You'll never get really, really good at something unless you absolutely love what you're doing in what you do. So selling real estate for me was just, it was seven, then it was seven. Meaning it's seven in the morning, now seven at night. Where'd the day go? You don't yeah. remember to eat. You were so excited bouncing from appointment to appointment that this is not work. This is an opportunity to service the real estate property community and be paid for it. Um, that's a pretty good gig. And especially like when you look at the skill we learn, the communicating, it's not like we're doing specific electric, electrical trade and if we change industries, it's pretty much useless. But learning, to, knowing how to communicate, like what Mark said, is going to benefit you with relationships, any industry. So it is so small-minded for agents to not really want to improve the word, the psychology of it, because that's just going to help you in life. The amount of times I've seen, especially when you're hanging out with buddies, where you can just see the different levels, it can get you out of a lot of trouble as well, being able to communicate. So it's just a wonderful so. you should dive straight into, but it helps so much with clients. Like the, the buyers, they may be an accountant or electric electrician, so they're not focusing on words and communicating. And if you're an agent who is not doing that as well, it's like two negative magnets. They're just not going to flow. And the end of the day, for an owner, if you've got the two people who can't communicate, you're not going to get the best price. You're not protecting the asset. So as much as um, agents like to look at the figures and that, and the dialogue, but they need to take it to a, a much farther, a much better level of communication for the clients. For one, themselves will improve their life, but also in the process as well. I, I remember you, man. When what you said gets you out of trouble, out of trouble. I had, I went to an off-the-plan uh, unit that I'd sold, and it had finished being built, and there was four builders there. Normally, there was only one builder there, and I'm like, "How are you going?" They're like, "Bait." Yeah, really good. I'm here with your buyer. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, we're all just here to see how you're going to get out of this one. Like, mm. why? Well, he thinks it's north. He thinks it's on the other side of the building. You sold him, he reckons you sold him a north. So we just, just, we just want to see how a salesperson is going to get out of this one. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, sales, sales is a beautiful thing. It, it, it works, you know, in, in different ways. But, um, Lee, in finishing off, uh, how do we get more Lee Woodward? People have got a piece of what you do today and how you do it. And, and when we're big fans, we personally have got about five or six new recruits that have started the business that I do want to speak to you about off air as well. But um, new recruits or advanced salespeople or different industry, how do people get more Lee Woodward? Well, the great news is 
like the complete salesperson course is a two-day event it's 16 hours of being on stage for two days and sharing the whole model with people and we've done that for 20 years uh, during the pandemic you have to find another way so we were able to go on set become uh, not stage speakers but go into being multimedia presenters so we put the entire complete salesperson course digital into what we call Todd training on demand and what we've had we've already had 60 companies go live uh, since last Thursday and we launch in the UK on the 25th of March and we have an amazing opportunity over there now that it's digital so the complete salesperson course digital uh, you can get it from Realtair Academy on our website or just type in the complete salesperson yep. but it's five master classes in the course you've got find list communicate and sell as you can see from on screen there, there's some live footage, but then most of it's me in the studio, one-to-one, -one, explaining how this all works. And the training on demand platform, the best thing about it is pause, stop, rewind. So when one of your brilliant young sales ninjas, Mark, hits the course and says, I want to, I want to learn lid mode, sell mode. I want to know the questions to ask people when they ask, um, but what will I get it for? and suddenly they'll have this opportunity to understand that the complete salesperson course digital is the masterclass. and when i started you didn't have any of that level of information and there's about 22 yeah. agents contributing to the show so wow like you got bill harris uh, matt steinwade's on there uh, we've got graduates who've done the course 20 times who are now they could deliver the course sharing their world of real estate now that they've mastered the model and become a, a sales master let's do it mark i mean i mean i remember that I'm doing first, it. back at kevin stacy kevin stacy i remember my first exposure to leap was back at kevin stacy mark um, okay. two seasons of the complete salesperson cds and <laughs> kevin was like yeah go listen to them and learn yourself <laughs> it was great but it yeah there's still stuff in that in those that i remember today like not all agents are the same don't create the red and blue corner with owners and buyers when negotiating it's just it's vital so let's let's refresh that and, I'd love to and, and, and guys yeah. I, I know i'm blowing sunshine up your ass lee but like guys and girls who are watching you know this someone who's studied the mechanics for 30 years the best of the best people like i think theory wise and technical wise uh for selling shit um i don't think there's anyone better in my world or in the world uh in australia than what you do so it's great that people can actually can you know and, and, I, and just to give an idea of the depth because I, I we know each other personally lee and i this is a dedication of one year of a person and a, and a, and a massive team of people's life to building this stage that you were on public, out, Mark, public into this channel or into this this medium of multimedia so it's been immensely yeah and, uh, stripping back the course into the index was the hardest part because when you do it live you're speaking in real time whereas when you say live mode, sell mode, building a presentation, digital prospecting. Uh, it, it was an amazing experience to index the whole thing, which is now allowing me to 
go through the transcription and I'm writing the book Moments. And Moments of the Complete Salesperson course is where someone says, I said this and this happened. Uh, I think everything's about moments. Winning business is about moments. Life's about moments. So looking forward to that next chapter as well. Beautiful. I think that's a wrap. Anything else? else yes. Thank you very much, Lee, for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, guys, and wonderful show. Great work, Thanks, and I will see you soon. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Cheers. Take care.